Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome into another Victory Monday here on 610 Sports Radio along with Bob Fesco. I'm Josh Klingler, Jed Marshall producing today. Is you know, the, these never get old. You just said Victory Monday. I'm like, it's 9-2 and two and they never get old, man. No. They never get old. Uh, they don't get old for the players either. I don't think you know? so. You get that day off to lick yeah. those wounds and now get yeah. set for the biggest game of the year, right? And they make the little announcement that says... Um, uh, those that need treatment be in here at one uh, whatever time, and then uh, the rest of you enjoy your you, turkey. Yes. The rest of you will see you on Tuesday <laughs> at ten for the team meeting. Or Perfect. Whatever. Yes. Whatever it is, uh, that's that's the greatest thing ever. You it know, is. I would be listening if I were that. I'd be listening every week just to make sure. Like they're not changing it this week, are they? Okay, yeah. no Thursday. Okay, no Monday. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, all right, ready break. See you Tuesday. Yeah, yeah gone or Wednesday or whenever they get back to work. But yeah, I mean, it never gets old. And now you get the you, you have to turn the page fast on this one, I think, because the Bengals are now staring you in the face, Josh. And as much as that game meant yesterday to get that ninth win and to continue to put distance between you and everybody else in the NFL, this is the one that I think everybody on their uh, on the roster, uh, everybody in Kansas City. I think probably even most people in Cincinnati as well probably had this game circled when the when the schedule came out. I know you and I talked about this game coming up uh, on Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals and how you know much of a revenge game this is going to be when the schedule first came out. And you know Patrick Mahomes is going to sit there and he's going to have sit things circled and he's going to talk about things. I mean he lost to these guys twice in a month last year and one prevented them from going to the Super Bowl. So I mean as, as much as it is a, a fun Monday because we got a nice win over the Rams yesterday. That's a de- that is a depleted football team. But now the calendar immediately turns and I'm not like one of these who rushes it to next week. But I think right now, man, I'm ready for this Cincinnati game more than I'm ready to say, hey, great game over the Rams. Like, hey. let's go beat the Bengals ass now. That, again, yeah. That's how it works on to Cincinnati. On it, to it, Cincinnati. It, it, it works for everybody, <laughs> not just Bill Belichick. Uh, no, Patrick's no, Patrick's on it. They yeah. beat us. I played terrible in the second half. Um, and, and and we lost at home. That could have sent us to the Super Bowl. So uh, we'll be ready to go this next week for sure. Yeah, he's there. He is. He's, he's ready. Best. He's yeah. ready to yeah. go. He's yeah. already he's yeah. already in game week mode, yeah. right? Yeah. How many minutes after the yeah. game was that yesterday, where he had 401 yeah. yards <laughs> passing? How how many minutes after the game not, was not that? Long. Not 30, not right? Not 30 not minutes long. after the game, and he he's ready to roll. I think it was probably you know we could sit here and dissect how bad they were in the red zone yesterday, but I think a lot of this stuff that we didn't like yesterday from a red zone standpoint was probably attributed to them not wanting to do a whole heck of a lot, quite honestly, because they've got Cincinnati. I think the last one was, uh, the last one, the last one definitely was, they were, they were, they were running the football. They were trying to run out the clock. Right. Um, 
hoping to have success in the run game or whatever, but you know, that's, that's a really good run defense. It is. All year. Yep. Um, Mitch said, it, I don't know how many times during the broadcast their, their, their defense isn't what's made them three and eight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been their it's been their their offense. Who the hell injuries. was that guy playing quarterback yesterday for the Rams? Nathan Peterman? I've never no, no, heard no, of no. that guy. You've heard of Nathan Peterman. Oh. You had not heard of Bryce Perkins. Bryce so, Perkins. Yes, That's yes. who it was. Yeah, I had no idea. Did you have any idea? Like how many books were you looking through to figure out who this guy was yesterday? Well, it was before yesterday, but yeah, no, he had two NFL games and he's thrown eleven passes before yeah, yesterday. And yesterday was his first touchdown and pass. So they right? had yeah. no tape on the guy. Nothing. Like none. Mm-mm. None, none, none. If you mm-hmm. want to go back and look at like Virginia tape of the bowl. Yeah, you could have. You know, bowl game or something. But um yeah, they didn't have much. So they were they were flying a little bit blind there. Um the Chiefs was- or the Rams. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Maybe both. You, you'd like to think the Rams had some kind of plan because they've seen him play before. Um, he's really fast, by the way. Yeah, I he mean, can move, he right? Can yeah, move. He can move. He can move. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, you you weren't exactly giving him Cooper Cup and Allen no. Robinson. Mm-hmm. You know what no, I mean? No, no. You had Van Jefferson, and that was about it yesterday. Tutu yeah. Atwell. Fantastic Ooh. name. Uh, but other than that, yeah, not 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 much to go on. But uh, – I think the last the last red zone was we're just going to run it every single time mm-hmm. and make them burn time, whatever. Just kill the clock, and if you if we score, we score. Um, if worst case scenario is field goal, you're up sixteen. Who cares? I thought, um, I thought but it was one, a sixteen and a half point spread yesterday too. Fifteen and a half. I saw most <laughs> I, places. I so. saw fifteen and a half yeah. and sixteen and a yeah, half so yesterday. Yeah, Crazy that, day, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Again, as much as we uh, you know. Hashtag ad. Yeah. Um, there are times where I go, hmm. hashtag scripted. I've been telling you that for decades. So yeah, 15, now. 15 and a, if you have 15 and a half, you're feeling okay. 16 and a half, you're kind of pissed. Yeah, you're pissed off. Uh, today, yeah. But mm-hmm. other than that one, I think, yeah, they, they ran into some stalling in the red zone. That was like the only negative that you could come out of that game with that said, because uh, they, they, the other negative was, was Sky Moore punt returning. Right. That's done. That's done. It's gotta right. be over. I mean, Tobe's got to pull his head out now That's, and stop putting this guy back y- there. Y- that was, that was it. That, right. I think that got handled the, the next time they punted. Right. And so that one, that issue was done mm-hmm. and you had some, uh, some leftover uh, red zone stuff. Uh, some of it can be attributed to the Rams. They're, they're really good up front. Sure they are. And they got. And Bobby Wagner is running downhill linebacker mm-hmm. really fast and trying to kill you. I would think I'd and like to have him on my team, but I'm still not replacing Bolton or no, Gay with no, him. But no. he's so good. Yeah. I mean, he really is. Can and he then, make plays? And then uh, you got Jalen Ramsey yep. in the in the uh, in the secondary. So Who Travis Kelsey made really look good. like? I, I mean, I don't know. That like, was abuse. I mean, that, that was, was I, that was textbook abuse. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> like Travis the, Kelsey took that guy and spun him six different ways from Sunday and scored a touchdown on him. Like, whoo! So they still have a really solid defense. And uh, especially when you you pinch down low, right, and squeeze the field, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs showed some vulnerability in the uh, one for six in red zone efficiency. That's not good. It's no. the worst under Mahomes yeah. in a game. That's terrible. Five or more something, of five or more red zone trips. Mm-hmm. Um, one for six wasn't very good. No, so that was about the only negative yesterday. Well, and and it's negative because it's been something that's been bothering this team for for now years. <laughs> We, we, we sit here and I feel like we've had this red zone conversation, right? About this team for so long now they, and, and I thought really getting rid of Tyreek Hill would make them better down in the red zone because you're not looking to stretch the field a little bit, but for whatever reason that that's kind of become their kryptonite. But I think that in turn, you know, with the way that they performed in the red zone and now with the Bengals coming up this week, I, I tweeted it out yesterday. I said, 
I bet the Chiefs go four for four in the red zone on Sunday against the Bengals with all four touchdowns. Like that's just seemingly how they how they do things, right? If something doesn't work one week and everybody's talking about it and everybody's saying it's no good, they come back the following week and try to prove everybody wrong. And I think the red zone work this week is going to be something that tries to prove everybody wrong because they do need to get better inside that red zone, especially once the postseason gets here because you're, t- you're playing the Rams yesterday, right? They won ugly yesterday. They won. It wasn't a pretty game. It wasn't an exciting game. It wasn't like a, a thrilling game. Most of the stadium cleared out with about five minutes or so to go and everybody was on an I-70 headed home, east or west, whatever the case may be. And, you know, you, you look at what this team is all about. You've got to score in the red zone. Field goals are okay against a team led by some guy I never heard of at quarterback. But when you get into January and you're not pushing it into the end zone and capitalizing and scoring touchdowns, that's when you leave yourself vulnerable for a potential loss in the postseason. And so, you know, we we can sit here at the end of, of November, beginning of December, go, oh yeah, the red zone was one big thing, no big deal in, in the or one little thing in the game, not a big deal. But I think big picture, Josh, I think the red zone stuff is something that has been frustrating a lot of fans for many years now. And yesterday was another one of those reminders, like, what the hell goes on down here? Like, why can't we score the red zone? We've got this dynamic offense we've got the greatest tight end in the history of the world we've got the greatest quarterback in the history of the world we got the greatest offensive mind in the history of the world and we get inside the 20 yard line and it's like jv football in sixth grade right you're like what the hell's going on you got guys running in different directions and you know moms passing out oranges like they forget how to score or something like that when they get down inside the 20 so i think from a fan standpoint it's a little frustrating but from a overall big picture standpoint, that red zone stuff got to clean up once January gets here, because if it doesn't, then we're going to be talking about another loss in the postseason. Go, dang, what went wrong? And we'll look at red zone and go one for six in the red zone. That's why they didn't win the football game. I mean, they, they did a good job. At the end of the day, they got great players. They still have a great defense over there. Uh, they did a great job of kind of passing off crossers down there. Um, they were in the right spots, kind of where I wanted to go. So, I mean, they, they had a good game plan. Um, I have to find ways to execute at a higher level, uh, get it to those guys in space. And uh, when we do have chances, we have to make sure that we get in the end zone. Um, so uh, that's just something that we can go back on film and uh, get better at. I think the frustrating part is you're like, they feel you feel like this team's good enough. They don't have to get all fancy. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. You know, there's a, oh, we, uh, we tweaked this one play and there's a extra motion. This time we had this guy going here. You're like, can't just line up in an I formation and like pound it. You know, no, they can't, no, they can't, they can't. It, or, or, or you know, just a little play action pass. And then, and there's a, a bootleg, and there's a, the guy wide open in the corner. It just doesn't seem like it happens that easily for the Chiefs for mm-hmm. some reason in the uh, in the in the red zone. Now I I am intrigued. I am intrigued. I'd love to know what that Colin Saunders play was going to be. I do too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was getting excited, like another big pig play or something. Like whatever he, they called he, it. He yeah. kind of lined up at tight end. Yep. I was I was intrigued. Uh-huh. Kind of wanted to see it. Uh, but the, uh, the Rams wisely called timeout. They're like, wait, they're up to something here. Do you Let's... think there was a player? Do you think they just sent him out there and got him to line up in order for them to call a timeout too? There could be a little of both. Well, right? the, I, I think there was a play. It might not have been for him. Okay. All right. Well, He's maybe. just an extra blocker on the edge. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean he was breaking out and catching be a pass. Catching or a pass. Yeah. You might've just lined up. But you got, you get you thinking, you know, yeah, that you get, you get your prep and you throw something on tape for somebody else to go, huh? I wonder if there's something there or not. Very well could have been. They lined up and ran the football. They used him as an extra tight end. Mm-hmm. Or Andy was trying to get another person a touchdown pass to continue moving that number forward could of be. how many people are going to catch passes to and touchdowns, right? The end result of that one, they won't give it away. No. You know, you got to hold that one in the, uh, in the, uh, the back pocket just in case you might need it later. But, um, but the other, I guess, positive, the flip side of that positive is like, I'm, I'm still cool with giving the kicker some, 
Confidence. Confidence, yeah. You're right. He he had a couple of close in kicks that you know in the in the last couple of weeks he probably would have missed or not done well on. But kind he did of, get some confidence bree- yesterday. Breezy yeah. day with the swirling weird winds yeah. in the stadium. I'm like, the worst case scenario is this game's not in jeopardy at all. You have him bang them all through and mm-hmm. feel good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 There's there's you take a positive away from that as well. But I mean, like the, when they did that hot potato play down at the red zone, they're passing it back and forth to each other behind the line of scrimmage. And then here comes Mahomes. He's going to try to throw it again. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Like, like we have to get to that level. Well, like that, that is trickeration right. at its finest. That's a play you run when you have Nathan Peterman as your quarterback. Old man here said at least Pat wasn't running for the end zone. Yeah, well, that's true. They threw yeah. that Tom that Tom Brady <laughs> nonsense, uh, yeah, you know, they tried right, like yeah. I was like, "Oh no, he's he's going out wide. He, oh, he's going to run a wheel right. Okay, no, 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 okay, he's going to throw it again. Okay, I can live with that." You are fine with uh, that. But yeah. <laughs> he started to go out in a pattern. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't know where this is like going this. right now. And but then, there's probably a variation that does have that. So. Yeah, I'm sure there yeah. is. I'm sure, and I'm sure we'll see that a little bit later on. I'm sure we will get to that point in time. And then the interception, you know, down in the red zone, he tried another no look pass, right, and didn't see the guy come across his face and threw it into the, you know, into the waiting defender instead of looking at the guy he wanted to throw to. I mean, there, there, there was there was some cockiness down there in the red zone, but all that stuff is fixable. I mean, that's not a big deal at all. Even Mahomes knows. He, he's he was talking after the game yesterday about the one interception he threw. He goes, I can't make a play like that. The man threw for 400 yards and is complaining about the one interception. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it was yesterday, yeah. you know. But he he's out there complaining about the uh, the you know the the one play that they didn't make, and, and I think that's a good thing. And then that's a good thing going into this week against the Cincinnati Bengals no, because this is going to this is going to need to be a perfect week. Almost. That's a bad interception. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Like a, you know, you don't see him throw. I mean, you see him every once in a while throw like a bad red zone interception. Right. That was one. That was one. That was one. Mm-hmm. First try of the year, probably. He tried to. He went, yeah, and then didn't think the better of not throwing it. Right. Then threw it, mm-hmm. and the guy's right there. You know what I mean? So have that way on you. Have that one thing that sticks in your mind. Use don't, that as motivation. Don't remember all the, the cool times you uh, ducked away from oncoming rushers and uh, weave through two people and winged it sidearm for a, for a dart to somebody. Think about that red zone pick you threw. That's exactly, That's exactly right. What you That's what you want Patrick Mahomes <laughs> doing today as we head into December. Thinking about everything that hasn't worked so far this year and making sure it's all better so when they go into Cincinnati on, on Sunday, Cincinnati. they're ready to kick somebody's ass. Because Cincinnati needs an ass whooping. I'll tell you that right now. They need an ass whooping and I'm ready to give it to them. Seven and two since their 0-2 start. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. that that's pretty good. And yep. uh, probably going to get Jamar Chase back Yeah, this that's right. Yep. They're starting to yeah, so. ascend. Yeah. We got to knock those suckers yep. back down. Let them know that the AFC still runs through Kansas City. Chris Jones is having a great year. Now gets a big bonus, too. Next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hope everybody enjoyed their uh, their holiday, and uh, questions do remain, like how, you know, you're probably pushing now the leftovers, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're kind of questioning, like, yep. should I do this or not? When is the cutoff date for leftovers? I saw a story this morning when I woke up that said you need to eat your leftovers sooner than you think, and I didn't click on no, it. No, you don't want to. You don't want to know. You don't know. Because you're going to try a day or two after that. Right. It's right, be- the best buy. Like, what is it like? Time. Like Thursday is probably the line of demarcation. If you haven't eaten your Thanksgiving leftovers within a week, you probably I think it's probably toss less. it out. That's why you don't want to look well, at that. Story. Yeah, because everything you probably cook is yeah. a little bit different than like years past. Like everything is loaded with butter and heavy cream, you know, at Thanksgiving time, and that stuff tends to go bad so maybe I'm, sooner. I don't know. I'm kind of the point of if if it's there tomorrow, it's done. It's done. Tomorrow's the day. Yeah, like, like today, I'm gonna go. You're gonna you're gonna push it a little bit. What about a turkey though? Do like I the turkey it? stays okay, right? Like, do I want it or not? Yeah. So, all right. I, I think I think I think the medical community will probably give you a certain date. Right. And then you're I think when you make the decision though, make the decision. Make the you decision I mean? and go all in. Don't yeah. go and cuz you go yeah, throw it out. Throw it out. Yeah. If you smell right. it, you're like, eh, yeah, I can push this some of day. it has mold. Maybe right. I can go another day. No, you got to you got to deposit that stuff, right? You got to get So Andy has a Turducken that's just in the freezer. What's yeah, going on? It's been there. Yeah. So this was being told on the on the Fox broadcast yesterday while you were on the radio side of things. Aaron Andrews had the big story, which I thought was like at this point in the game we're telling stories about frozen turkey in our freezers. That's fine. I mean, you that know, seems that, fine. that's yeah. where we are in the game. That's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm all here for that. I'd rather hear about that than some nonsense of you know they told us going into the locker room that they need to get better on all three phases of the game. Steve backbeat. Like nobody cares about that. Um, what what I thought was very interesting though was Aaron Andrews presented a story of Andy Reid having a Ducking in his in his freezer that is now a year old, and they go well after the play. We'll tell you the rest of the story. Well, that's a great cliffhanger for me. I, I'm more interested in Andy Reid's Turducken yeah. than what Peterson or Perkins or Smith or whoever Wesson's going to do out there at the quarterback spot for the Rams. And so I'm like, oh, okay, tell me more about the Turducken. So it was a year ago at this time, a year ago at Thanksgiving, John Madden gave Andy Reid a Turducken and a couple like little hens to go along with it because I Boom. mean that that's what John Madden does. Him and Andy Reid had a really close relationship. I mean, they were telling the story yesterday on Fox. I wish I would have known that. You know more often than not about what the relationship like between Andy Reid and John Madden was because I think that would be a fascinating conversation to have with Andy Reid about what's your relationship like with John Madden and and you know I because John Madden's my idol it was a guy that I idolized why I wanted to kind of get into this line of work and so I'd love to talk to Andy Reid about that but the fact that he he also the reason you think you can coach 
No, okay, Jeff okay. Saturday's that. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think, or Cliff Kingsbury, or Nathan Hackett, or, I mean, do I do I keep going with Nitwits that coach football teams? Yeah, yeah. Have I made my point that I could do this? Oh. Have I made my point that I could do have you have you watched what's going on in Denver can, right now? Go ahead. You telling me Nathan I, Hackett I, can? I'm sorry, I derailed that. My bad. <laughs> okay. My bad. I didn't you, mean to go there because you telling no, me Nathan no, Hackett can coach a football I, team. He can't, but no, neither can you, but that's fine. Okay. Right. That's exactly my point. That's fine, that's I can fine. do exactly what he's doing yeah. right now. Um so so they tell the story got a year ago, Andy Reid got the Straducken, right? And and it's still in the freezer, and Andy Reid said he's he's waiting for something special to happen before he thaws that turducken and enjoys that turducken from John Madden. So I'm thinking the special occasion has to be after the Super Bowl, right? Like you win the Super Bowl this year in, in February down in Arizona. You eat the turducken, right? You thaw that thing out. You get it ready to go. When you get back to Kansas City, boom, you're ready to eat the turducken. Maybe you bring it to the parade and you're throwing meat to everybody, right? I think it'd be a lot of fun. That's what Andy Reid needs to do with this turducken is he needs to eat this sooner rather than later because the longer he, it stays, the less likely you're going to want to fish that out of the and, freezer. And that's the other thing, right? Like people go, oh, it's deep freeze. It'll be fine. But how long does something truly last in the deep freeze? Most people will tell you about six months. And especially if it's like a good cut of meat, do you really want to let that thing sit there? So this thing is now a year old and has been sitting like an Andy's freezer and it's, I it, I, I, I mean, how how I much longer do you leave it in I don't there? Think you're right? Ever gonna eat it. I don't think so either. I, I don't think he is ever going to eat it. And I I don't know if he's if he's just saving that for like an ode to John Madden or something like that, which he may be, and that's all fine and well and good, and I, I appreciate that. But like, are you ever going to take that thing out of your freezer? Because I guarantee you, if you go to your freezer, Jed, you go into your freezer, I'll go into mine. Everybody goes into their freezer. You're going to see something in there, and you have no idea what the hell that is or how long it's been in there. And then you're going to, it's not going to be good. It's, it's not going right? to be good. You ever try to thaw something that's been in the freezer yeah, for it, a year yeah, and it's terrible? I mean, I'm not the greatest Red meat's world, gray. No. I mean, yeah. chicken's black. So you're going you're to like, pick out ugh. a nice bottle of wine. You're gonna, I'm going to have this turducken and you're going to go and you're going to cook it. And, and you're like, going to eat it. Isn't that great? And it's going to be like the turkey that's on Christmas vacation. Or it's going to look okay. You're going to cut it. You're going to eat it, and it's going to taste freezer burn. Like I think the turducken is past the point of no return right now. Like I think if he didn't eat that thing by like June fifteenth, you got to bail on that turducken right now, right? Like can Andy Reid still thaw this thing and eat it? I, I, I don't know if it's going to even taste any good. Then you get a bad turducken, and nobody wants a bad turducken experience. Have you ever had bad turducken? I have not. I haven't either. I have not. I haven't well, had a good turducken. I think we're glossing over the point, Bob, because you talked about a fine cut of meat. Is right. turducken considered a fine <laughs> cut of meat? Well, it is turkey, chicken, and duck all stuffed into one. Have you ever had yeah. duck? I, it's I, terrible. I, I've had duck before. I think duck is overrated. I, I don't think there's anything special about it. Now, there's a place in, in, in downtown Casey, I forget the name of it, like Michael Forbes, I think, is, is the name of the joint, and they had duck tongue tacos that I had about 12 years ago. And I thought they were really good back then, but it's not something I'm looking for. Like, if I go out to a restaurant sometimes with my my brother-in-law, he's a big duck fan. They will order duck, and they will bring the duck to the table, and you take a piece of the duck, and you're like, eh, I'm not in on it. So gamey and oily. It is. Terrible. It, it, it is. Yeah, I, it is. Um, but I, but I, think it, I think when you wrap it in a chicken and a turkey, and it's all one, and there's, like, stuffing in the middle of it, I think that's something I would be interested in trying. How often do you get three birds in one? I'm sure Andy's got a chef friend too. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, that's not you and the missus. No. That, I think at that point, if you want it to be, this is, this is John Madden's turducken that he presented to me. I would professionally have it done. You have it done. Yeah. 
here it is. What 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 do you recommend? Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do with it? I will bring it to you. You prepare it. I'll I'll do the thawing. Whatever. I'm going to let this be professionally handled. But how long does it take to thaw that thing? It takes months for a turkey to thaw out, right? Like, so now you've got a turkey yeah, stuffed no, in a duck, stuffed couple, in a chicken. A couple days in water in your sink. <laughs> yeah, maybe <But> so. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like, though, that he's he's completely pushed that. So. Yeah, I think he's past the point of no yeah. return. Like, I think yeah. Andy's got to just get rid of that turducken right now, right? He's got to toss that thing. Uh, so uh, Chris Jones firmly should firmly be in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Uh, I do. I do have a uh, a question whether or not <laughs> Bolton's gonna steal some votes from him, <laughs> like in, like internally, <laughs> Chiefs wise. Yeah, sure. Bolton's been awesome too, but uh, Chris Jones gets uh, one point two five million dollar bonus. He's hit now mm-hmm. as he registered his tenth sack of the season. Congratulations! I'm all for that. By the way, mm-hmm. like get every incentive, push the the Chiefs to make a tough decision for it. You know what I mean? Like. Play to your best. Play to your 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 ceiling, and then force them to make a decision after. The, like you know what I mean? Like force them to give you the extension. Do all that. Play play well enough where we there's no question. And he's played well enough where there's no question. And now he's actually earned himself a nice big uh, Christmas bonus. He really <laughs> has. Yeah, he's going to get that nice new pool. No jelly up, of the month. Picking up his uh, tenth sack of the uh, the season yesterday. Well, and and you mentioned Nick Bolton real fast again. Eleven tackles he finishes with yesterday. I mean, he's he's another player that's just all over the place. And and you're going to have another to, pick. And and, yeah. and he's he's a guy that you're not making eye contact with in the hallways right now out at Arrowhead Stadium if you're Brett Veach, right? You're not looking at Nick Bolton in the eyes right now because hey, give me some cash, right? I'm just out here dominating. Although Nick's really like qu- he talks really fast and he's really quick mm-hmm. and he's, he might elude you. Yeah, he may, but if I'm, Nick but if Bolton, he, I'm not eluding you, I'm hiding behind he, like a plant jumping out. Wraps you up, forget it. Yeah. You're yeah. screwed. Yeah. So yeah, I get you. He's going to, he's going to get Brett Veach and they're going to have to pay some cash for Nick Bolton soon. Um, but I, I think, and I said this on Wednesday when you were off, I think this Chris Jones decision is going to be the hardest decision that Brett Veach has had to make as his general manager here in Kansas city, because he's, he's pushing that number of 30. He's got a big number next year. What do you do? Is this a contract year? I mean, as, as well as he's playing right now, Chris Jones has made this a hard decision, and we talked about it at the beginning of the year, Josh. We said make it a hard decision for the Kansas City Chiefs to decide what to do. I remember Carrington even saying, he goes, this is probably going to be Chris Jones' last year here in Kansas City, and I'm I'm thinking he may be right about that. But now Brett Veach is facing the toughest decision he will have to have as general manager of this team and and, and what you do. And I proposed last week I would give Chris Jones a two-year deal with a third-year option, and that is it. That's as far as I'm going right now. I still have to stick to the... Once you're over 30, I can't get involved in bad contracts. And the and, and the one thing that the Kansas City Chiefs that I think have done better than anybody else since Brett Veach and Andy Reid have taken over is they have not gotten into these bad contracts. John Dorsey had a lot of bad contracts on the books that really hurt this team. Eric Berry, Justin Houston. I mean, the list goes on of the bad contracts that this team was saddled with. And while they look good in the moment, you have to project out and wonder if that's going to be good in a year from now and in two years from now. And if you don't think the answer is going to be yes on that you can't get into these long-term deals and the Chiefs have done a miraculous job of you know saving themselves from themselves and not getting into these long-term deals that could derail a franchise and could screw everything up because a lot of times bad contracts will do that ask any team in the NFL uh, dare, dare I say some of this may be on uh, Clark Hunt too uh-huh yeah, much, yeah, you could give him a bunch of upfront money. You could, you have absolutely it, have it, could yeah. have it a shorter deal with a bunch of upfront uh, bonus money. Right. And, uh, 
Save yourself that way. Save yourself that way. Hit hit yourself right now in the pocketbook. Cash versus cap, right? How much cash is going to be on hand to write the check? Remember, you have to have that cash in your bank account in order to present a $26 million check to somebody, right? It's got to be in there. And so do they have that money on hand? I think the answer is probably yes. I'm not doubting that an NFL franchise doesn't have that money on hand, but that's a great way to that's a great way to counter it, Josh. Just pay this guy a bunch of money Vegas. up front. I'm, right. I'm, I am Except doubting. in Las Vegas. I, no, he's broke. Doubting. He's hundred yeah. percent broke out there. But you're you're at a point where you you probably think paying him extra money up front is I think I think it's a great idea. Better than paying him on the back end because the last thing you want to do is in twenty twenty five talk about this Chris Jones deal being an albatross play, and holding the franchise. A Player doesn't want to sign a deal that's got a bad back end of a contract. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you want to stack all your money at the end. And if we cut you, cut you, blah, blah, blah. Well, give him his upfront money and mm-hmm. make it a little bit shorter and get him something that he'd, he'd like to do. Right. I, you know, you know, Chris wants is, is, as always said, you know, being a chief and blah, blah, blah. You got to play on that loyalty a little bit, but you also do. the business part of it may be weighing this year. Mm-hmm. He's, he, He's got to know how awesome he's playing. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is. And, 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 you know, while the chiefs may not do it, if he hits the free agent market, oh, some wanna, NFL oh, sure. team will be stupid and give him ungodly amounts yeah. of money, and God love him for it. Go take the money yep. if you get it. But I just can't get to that point for me. Again, I would have been wrong with the Travis Kelsey situation, but more importantly, this organization has done an amazing job of identifying when not to get into bad contracts. We'd be complaining about the Tyron Matthew contract right now if they ended up signing him to a long-term deal, or whoever else the case may be. In two years, we'd be complaining about Heel having a long-term contract. Like These things end up coming back to bite you and the Chiefs have done an amazing job of staying the hell out of the way of bad contracts over the last five years. Today's when was it over made me ask, really? We'll get to that next. 13 seconds left, first quarter Chiefs are down by one Bible send a group text saying boys the game is done, when was it over? Did Bob text you? Butker at a 27-yarder earlier in the second quarter. This will be a 32-yard attempt at 19 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Placement is down, and the kick is up, and the kick is good by Harrison Butker. Two for two for the game, and now 20 for 22 on the season. So they get the text. Uh-huh. Says game over. And my response for the first time was, really? Really? That was like, meh. <laughs> like, you just, just want to get it over with at this point, right? Well. I put the Chiefs up 10. Yeah, they had a 10-point lead and, going into uh, halftime. I'm like, does Andy Reid ever lose at halftime? Probably not. You know, not so Andy Reid doesn't lose that much uh, Probably right? at home where he's now the all-time homie, homiest winner. Yeah, homiest right? winner. Yeah. Um, he has more wins in Arrowhead Stadium than any other coach in the history of this franchise. Yeah, so, you know. And then against the... NFC team in November, probably. Yeah, it's probably right. That's probably really, I don't know. If you went and broke it down, like, uh, yeah, at at home uh, in temperatures below 50 mm-hmm. in November with a lead at halftime against an NFC team, he's probably unbeaten. Probably I, I so. so yeah. it, probably was, it probably wasn't a terrible time to, to do it. But uh, I just thought, 
wow, there there hasn't been a lot happening in this half, and that's when you gave it to me on a yeah. On a well, wasn't it over though? Really, when the game kicked off, though. I mean, and let's be honest with it. I mean, that that's kind of how I felt with this situation. Is that look, this team is so much better than what we're going against right now. I think it was once right? you survived the muff punch. Once you survived that, I felt and like I thought about sending it. Then you survived that. Thought right? about okay, that that what because it kept getting asked what can the Rams do to stay in this game? And right. I, I said, colossal mistakes by the chiefs. Correct. And that was a colossal, and that's mistake, a colossal mistake. Right? Hell yeah, it is. But you survived it. Okay. Okay. Cause they, they weren't going to have enough offense to hang with you. Right. Right. They weren't going to be able to score enough. If you just did your normal thing, you're going to have to do something out of the ordinary. Right. To put yourself in a spot where it, you weren't going to get a win. Yeah. So, yeah. I, Bryce Perkins was probably when it was truly over. Cause you're like, okay, <laughs> this guy, you know, but you're like, you never know. Some people thrive in coming to Arrowhead against adverse situations yeah. and the unknown. And, you know, there's, there's maybe only... he's the next Justin Herbert. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Uh, more often than not, it's not. But there was still some uncertainty there. But uh, I guess it was as good a time as any. It just felt like 10, you know, wasn't enough. They were getting the ball back. Could they uh-huh. score? Turned out it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was. It was more than enough. Thirteen was the game. Was the game? It it was playing. That was the game-winning field goal. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely. Thirteen. No question. They win twenty-six ten or whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah, that's what. That's just kind of when it was over. But I I felt like that was kind of like the perfect play to end that game on too, because it was just such a game where you could just tell. Like this was the the games on Sunday after Thanksgiving. I'll give the NFL a lot of credit. They know that it's going to be kind of a travel day, and a hundred million people, including Odell Beckham Jr., are going to be flying on the uh, Sunday after mm. Thanksgiving mm. and traveling, going mm. to and from grandma's house. And so they didn't schedule a lot of compelling matchups in yesterday's slate of games. Some good ones on Thursday, obviously, for Thanksgiving. But the NFL knows. People aren't watching. So they, they give you a, a, you know, a big taste of the, the Panthers taking on the Broncos and the Jets taking on the Bears and some of these other teams that nobody cares about. And and you're watching these bad football games. And and so I think yesterday the Rams and the Chiefs, is, is nobody cares about the Rams versus the Chiefs. Even when the Rams were in St. Louis, it wasn't that big a deal, right? It wasn't, it's not like it's a big rivalry game or anything like that. So the, the Sunday after Thanksgiving is always one of those kind of, in my opinion, the kind of lulls in the schedule. You can kind of feel it with the crowd. Everybody's kind of just full and bloated and kind of ready for the weekend to be over at that point in time, right? And then I think the players were kind of that way as well. It kind of seemed that way. Oh, this is the Rams. We've got the Bengals coming up in, in a week, and that's a big game. Get so in, take care it, of business, yeah, get out. Yeah, it just, it just felt like yesterday was one of those games where you're exactly right. Go in, do what you got to do. Make sure you tie up loose ends and bounce to next week. It was almost like, like yesterday's game, for, for all intents and purposes, was like everybody's work on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You go in, you act like you're there, you scratch your ass, you take care of a couple of things, and you bounce early. And that's essentially what the Chiefs did yesterday. They went there, they took care of business, and bounced early. And, and now we've got, all right, now the week begins. The Christmas holiday shopping season is here. Everybody's busy. Everybody's doing their thing. Everybody's focused on the 25th now and getting excited for Christmas. This is Christmas week for the Chiefs. Everybody's looking forward now to the Bengals. And they may have a victory Monday. I bet your bottom dollar, number 15 and number 87, are in that building today getting ready. And they're going to put on a show on Sunday afternoon for all of the world to see in Cincinnati that's going to give the bird to the Bengals and go, you may have arrived last year, but we kicked you in the teeth this year. and We got scoreboard this year on you. Uh, shout out to uh, – shout it out. It's been killed by Spack. That's we right. That, he killed I, that. Right? I do, yeah. do want to shout out John and the uh, the stadium crew okay. over there at, at, at Arrowhead. Uh, he, stopped, he stopped me on the sidelines yesterday and said hello, which I always appreciate. I like that. I, yeah. I, you, you get more often than not uh, – I think I saw – 
Well, I then say, say hi. Yeah, so if it's not me or Josh, Josh or somebody, then John Tabby so said yeah. the stadium crew listens on their way into work every day. And uh, I said I'd give him a little shout out this morning. There you now go. we need to get him the Odyssey app in the stadium. Uh, so, so the guys can listen longer. Why doesn't the Odyssey app work in the stadium? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. Stadium, he's like, right? well, we, you know, we listen, uh, you know, listen our way. Most guys get here, you know, six forty-five ish or whatever, and uh, mm-hmm. and then we'll, well, why don't you listen after that? Well, we got work. Got work to do, work to do right? Yeah. So get get the uh, the earpiece and mm-hmm. the Odyssey app, and let's do this. Yeah, thing. just put your headphones on John and, and the crew. start streaming it on there, guys. So, let's go. So uh, get to work, John, the crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if and, and if it's not us, you know, it's like my friend Luke went up to the the guy at the urinal and slapped him on the ass, thinking it was me standing there at the soccer game a couple of weeks ago. Realized it was. Hey, things Whoops. happen, Whoops. right? Yeah, aren't you? No, you're not. <laughs> no. Oh my right God! Back. All right, very good. Good no, to see you. No, you're uh, not. Um, uh, OBJ mm-hmm. put on a little show yesterday. He's auditioning for teams, right? Apparently. I don't think this was the great audition he was looking for. Yeah, I don't think so. Either, had to be uh, removed from a flight. They mm-hmm. had to remove everybody from said flight uh, coming from Miami, apparently to LA. Right. And uh, according to the uh, report, he was in and out of consciousness, and they called for a medical emergency. Well, the, what, what are you supposed to do? If they let him stay there and he really wasn't a medical emergency, people would be losing their minds. The airline did nothing. And then when he was coming to, wouldn't get off the plane. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the authorities had to come. They had to clear everybody off the plane, and then apparently he peacefully – but then they – they. did you see the video of him oh, yeah. walking oh, with yeah. the police? Oh, God, yeah. out, How could you not, not watch detained, that ten was times? was not arrested, was not whatever, but it's OBJ. It's a big story. Like Right. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't be a douchebag on a plane, you, especially on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Coming back from Miami, late night in Miami. I don't know why you were in and out of consciousness and mm-hmm. why it was a medical emergency, but it's like one more thing on this guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, right. We don't need that distraction. Just I don't. think we're good. I we think don't. we're fine here. The uh, the auditioning, the the recruiting, whatever, the nonsense that's happening. I, I don't, I, I've said for a while, I don't think they need him on this offense anyway. Um but this is a nice little stamp on the end of it for me. I think so, too. Yeah. I think right. I, I'm kind of done in my pursuit of Odell Beckham Jr., and his agents have done a great job of making a 30, right, 30-year-old 30 wide receiver who's coming off a torn ACL less than a year ago, the most valuable product on the market today. I mean, they have done an amazing job of creating a sense of uh, we need to have this guy. Players have been involved tweeting and talking about how much they want Odell Beckham Jr. Again, we're talking about a 30-year-old wide receiver who's coming off ACL surgery less than a year ago and now was a, a a douche on a plane. I mean, I think there was a movie, right? Wasn't that a movie with I Samuel so. L. Jackson, yeah, douche yeah. on a plane? Get these douches off the plane, <laughs> off my bleep bleeping plane. Yeah, that's I right. believe it's yeah, exactly right. the quote. Yeah, right. So, so, that, so that's what it is, a douche on a plane. But I was thinking about this. Like, you're some kind of dope if you get kicked off the plane as an adult, right? Like, like you you really got to be some kind of ass to get kicked off an airplane, drunk, right? Or, yeah, or yeah, drunk. Yeah. But that, that drunk puts and belligerent. You, but that puts you, you that in that ass category, yeah, right? Yeah, it really does. It really does. I mean, if you were going to create, like, a fake list of things adults should never do. Getting kicked off an airplane has to rank pretty high on that yeah, list, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you have to be really, 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 really drunk to get kicked off an airplane, right? You you, you can't be doing that kind or of stuff. There's a medical emergency, right? No, but that's not getting kicked off. That's no, no. oh my god! There's a medical emergency. Let's see I, what's going on. I don't on. know what constitutes a medical emergency. Well, if a guy's dying, I would think it does, or they're not responsive, and you're trying to get somebody to respond to put their damn seatbelt on. And you're not responding. Yeah, I would imagine not, that's a little bit of a medical emergency. I don't want right? to allege what was happening, but right. I question whether or not it was a medical emergency. Sure, maybe, probably. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Late yeah. night in Miami. Yeah. Early flight. Oh, you're questioning with him. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, but, but questioning if there's a medical emergency. But or not. look, if you're in your seat and 
there's 187 other passengers or whatever it is on that plane that are trying to get to where they want to go. You're not more important than the rest of them. You're not. Put your damn seatbelt on and do what the flight attendant says. I don't understand why people can't behave on an airline. I just don't get it. It makes no sense to me. It does. But you're also, there's 187 other people on this plane that want to go where you're going. And because you're a selfish SOB, you're holding up the whole damn flight for everybody else on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Correct. When people want to get home, we've had enough of Grandma and Aunt Molly. Go see go see any news story. It's talking about holiday travel. Oh, it's awful. It is the worst. Yeah. And so and everybody's trying to get home. Made a made a whole plane deplane. Right. For hours. And then finally everybody got back on and they got to where they were going. But that's just a selfish move. And so I was thinking about like the fake list of things adults should never do. Getting kicked off an airplane ranks on that that's list. Up there, yeah, yeah. Taking a foul ball from a kid. If you're in a baseball yeah, game. You suck. And you take a foul ball away from a kid, you deserve to get kicked in the teeth. And another one that I saw because it was, you know, Black Friday again, and it always comes up, is that that scene at the at the toy store back in the 80s, people beating each other up over Cabbage Patch dolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should never get into a fist fight at a store over a water pick or whatever it is. There's always more of those things. I don't things. know what the hot item is this year, but whatever yeah, it is. Whatever it is. Furby, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But you should, as an adult, you should never get into a fist fight at a store over some sort of item. So I want to know from the Jay Southland Toe Service text line today, what else makes the list, the fake list, of things adults should never do? Because getting kicked off the airplane, to me, is on the Mount Rushmore of things. As an adult, you should never do. 913-586-7610 will compile that list. Another reason we don't need OBJ, Juju is back. I got a chance to catch up with him in the postgame locker room. We'll hear it next. Better hurry before those cyber deals are over today. Because once they're gone, they're gone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If I get another email about a cyber deal that's taking place today, I mean, I, I mean, tomorrow it'll be cyber week continues. Yeah. Oh, yes. Tomorrow is, is definitely it'll be cyber gone unless weeking. it's not sold. And then it'll be still on sale. Still on sale. Yeah. 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 It is insane, man. Like I, I keep opening my email and keep checking my email. Like if I didn't check my email about four times over, you know, the, the Thanksgiving holiday, I was like at 172 emails each time. Ten of them coming from the same people trying to sell me a pair of shoes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, my goodness. Yeah. I'm going to buy some stuff this holiday season. I promise you. I just don't need to be inundated with emails. <laughs> I'll get to it when I can. I, mean, I will get there. I I'll promise you I I'll matriculate over to Amazon.com at some point. Which, by the way, begs the question. When you see an Amazon commercial during an NFL game, are those included with their billion dollars that they're paying to get Thursday night football? Or is that in addition to oh, I don't, the I, money I, that I, they're I, spending I, on that? I because, my goodness, Amazon is all over an NFL yeah, broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Why would Bezos want to buy a team? He owns the league. Yeah, he's in a better spot now. Right? You can go to any game you want. Yeah. You could be, they'll roll out the welcome mat at any game you're at. And, and for free? I'm sure they would find a sweet ticket for you yeah. for nothing yeah. and, and probably teleport Why you there. Own, yeah, Why would you want to own terrible. a team, right? Sounds terrible. Especially the, the commodes, which, yeah. by the way, they're 5 and 1 since they started Tyler Henneke out there wow. in Washington. They're 7 and 5 right now. If the season ended today, the entire NFC East makes the playoffs. Wow. That includes the commodes. Uh, things on the, uh, the don't do list, I guess, which would. Involve, you know, OBJ getting kicked off a plane. Yeah, as an adult, things um, you can't do. Adults going crazy over autographs. Oh, God, yeah, yes. That's a bad. good one, yeah. Uh, don't be the parent in your kid's sporting event or school play to start yelling at other parents. Yeah, that is yeah, true. Yeah, you can't do that. Don't make an ass of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, it's holiday concert season now, Josh. Can, we got can. a couple of these coming up in the <laughs> next week or so. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Should I retweet my bad parent rant yeah. I had to 
few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, do not kill the coffee pot at work. Oh, good one. That's yeah. You you finish the last yeah. bit of coffee. You make yeah. the new pot of coffee. Yeah. 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 So it says this is a very personal one. It says do not kill the coffee pot at work and refuse to make more. <laughs> one coworker at work is about to have a come to Jesus. Meeting. <laughs> Everybody knows someone's who that little, person is, right? Today. Well, it's, it's yeah. common courtesy. I know that doesn't exist anymore and it's all about me and I live in my world. But if you're in a, in a, in a group setting and you use the last of the coffee, yeah. get your ass back there and make a new pot. Doesn't take all but two minutes. Adults should never be the proprietor of a roadside lemonade stand. <laughs> <laughs> you got to help with the, making the change. Yeah. yeah. You got to make sure they're getting it right. Um, uh, and don't be the uh, the person on the golf cart that drives on the green and on the tee box. Yeah, you suck. Yeah, you so, do. Yeah. yeah, stay off stay off the greens in the tee yeah, box, man. Yeah. You you can farm the rest of the course, but stay yeah. off the greens. That's, that's true. That's true. Uh, so uh, I've said one of the reasons we don't need uh, OBJ is we have Juju Smith Schuster. We have plenty of offensive weapons. Mm-hmm. I I think the Chiefs are are very well stocked. But it was good to have Smith Schuster back into the uh, to the mix yesterday after missing one game in the uh, concussion protocol. Super excited, man. Just feels good to be out there, you know, with the team and. You know, to help out as much as possible. What's the most adaptable, maybe offense you've been part of? Maybe even team. I mean, guys have been in and out, and everybody just kind of jumps in. Everyone has, like, a role. Everyone has something to do. Uh, And it's pretty cool, man. Like, everyone's out there doing their job. And like I said, I've been out for a week. You come back in, it's like you never left. Is it the coaching staff? Is it the players knowing they can jump and and step up? What is it? Honestly, I think it's the coaching staff and then the plays that they just present us. Uh, and it just put us in the best position possible. Um, plays for Trav, play for me, play for MBS, uh, Sky, all the guys. How would you describe Patrick's season and getting everybody the football, keeping everybody fed? Ah, uh, man, that dude's, uh, he's one hell of a player, man. He's a special kid. Uh, he's just having one hell of a year, man. I'm just glad to be on his side this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. The, uh, the adaptability of this offense, too, you mentioned kind of the coaches putting everybody in their best position. Um, we haven't even seen probably most of the playbook, right? I mean. Oh, no, no, no. You, we, I think we're barely just scratching the surface. Um, and that's just because we, 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 for us, it's just we have so many good plays. It's just, you know, when plays work early in the game, we kind of just kind of just keep going back to them. So until they stop it, uh, if they don't stop it, we kind of just keep, you know, keep sticking with the same place. You probably can't tell me what, what Colin Saunders was doing there on that red zone play, could you? Oh, oh, no, no, no. Um, you got to hold that one back, I'm guessing, right? That guy, is, uh, he's a special player, man. Um, so you just never know what you get from Andy Reid. Lining up at tight end with a with a defensive lineman. It doesn't happen right. everywhere, right? Yeah, but that's a big block, man. He's going in there making huge blocks, and that's really cool. But he's a big body guy, a uh, guy who can play all around. So, yeah. What was the kind of game plan going into today, facing a, obviously a, a, a tough physical defensive front? Was it getting the ball out quick, trying to keep moving? I think, what? Yeah, I think for us it was just being able to contain and, and hold um, you know, Aaron Donald and then also being able to you know, get the ball out and hat pack, you know, move. But you can see early on, you know, uh, he uses his legs pretty often lately, and it's nice. <laughs> makes us run more and makes us run uh, to get open. So, yeah. Pacheco running hard downhill again this week. How big is that when he's kind of huge, churning? Huge, huge, huge. When our run game is going good, it kind of opens up the pass game, so it kind of goes hand in hand, helps out a lot. Mention those guys being in and out. Ronald Jones gets a chance today, kind of yeah, finally. Yeah. It feels like that that's another guy that's just kind of taking advantage and waiting, and now gets a, gets an opportunity. Yeah, he's a he's a big uh, big role, big pull, uh, big player coming in, uh, huge plays, and uh, with Clyde being down, you know, he's stepping up, making huge plays. Juju Smith-Schuster with me in the uh, post-game locker room yesterday. I mean, think about all the offensive pieces, Bob. Like, it's just, oh, here's Ronald Jones today. Yeah, I mean, like, right. <laughs> oh, Juju's back. They were, like, rotating. They were, like, doing 
Juju and MBS were running off the field together and they're bringing in like three tight ends and they like there's so many combinations now. It's an embarrassment of riches is and what then, it's become. Yeah. Then you have Patrick Mahomes who's keeping everybody fed. I mean, you're 10 different pass catchers again yesterday. Right. It's it's amazing. And they haven't even they haven't even scratched the surface. There was a tweet going around yesterday of a child at the game that had a sign that says, all I want for Christmas is the announcers to stop talking about Tyreek Hill, right? Did you see that here, here. one making yes, its way? Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yes, exactly right. Yes. I totally agree with this sentiment. Like, Good right job, here. kid. Yeah, well, he's been obviously listening to I us here on the show. I would imagine that's where they got Good the morning, idea from. Young Good morning, young, young, young person who has that sign that I love. Um, and, and, and I'm thinking to myself, yes, enough of, you know, are they going to be any better now with Tyreek Hill? We're in December right now. Obviously, that is no longer a conversation. We have seen that this is an embarrassment. No, Gray was nice yesterday as well. Had a couple of nice plays yesterday. Sky Moore. I mean, it's easy to sit here and talk about Sky Moore with the punts. That's on Dave Tobe. That's not on Sky Moore anymore. He keeps putting them then, out there. I mean, <laughs> but I'll put him out there to get 10 yard plus catches but every he's time. So good on offense. He's really a good football player. And, 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 you know, that's like the unpopular opinion, you know, today is that Sky Moore is good at football. No, Sky Moore really is a good football player. And the job of a coach is to put your guys in position to be successful, right? We say that all the time. Dave Toe putting Sky Moore back out there in the punt game is not putting him in a position to be successful. We, we've got to scrap that. I, I don't care who's returning kicks anymore. It's irrelevant. Patrick Mahomes can score from anywhere on the field except inside the 10. So give him the opportunity to have the ability to go out there and just drive the field and put up points because you've got offensive weapons, just like they did. Put Justin Watson back there. Let him make a fair catch. Let him catch the punt. Take over from right there. You don't need to have these explosive returns right now if you're the Kansas City Chiefs because you can score from anywhere on the field. Now, if you're a dysfunctioning offense that doesn't have the ability to score and has, what was this guy's name, Perkins, uh, Lou, at quarterback, you probably are thinking to yourself, okay, maybe we need a big play in special teams. The Chiefs don't need to go out there and get a big play in special teams to flip the field or change momentum or steal a possession or anything like that. Those are nice. They're nice, but you don't need it. Don't risk the game Don't by putting up. Sky Moore back yeah, there anymore. That's, it. that's all on coaching. I'm not blaming Sky Moore anymore. He's proven he can't do that job, and yet they kept trotting him out yeah, there. Yeah. Like, stop. Just stop, And Dave. then yesterday's, I don't know if he caught yesterday, but uh, he also got wrecked on the play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, there I'm was, pausing because I'm looking at the play in my mind. He, the dude got blown and up. And you're like, watching. Yeah. you're like, don't do that to him anymore. Yeah, stop. <laughs> like stop. We need him on offense. He's too good on thing. offense. And then offense. Now he just looks like move the chains guy. Yeah, like, he's good. He's good for a double digit catch. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, I'd still want, you know, when McCole Hartman comes back, he does the end around the jet sweep stuff. That's his. You, you tried some others mm-hmm. that McCole's really good at that. Yep. Those are, those are his, but in the interim, you give sky more, a few more of those attempts, but basically he's like, he'll make a tough catch. 10, 12 yards down the field. He made a couple That's of awesome. tough catches yesterday. There was one in traffic, and then there was one where he had to go towards the sideline for like he's really done. good. Done. Stop with the punt returning. And I don't even know that I need to see Sky Moore returning kicks next year. Just because no, no, you're no. fast I'm, I'm and a wide receiver doesn't mean you need to be returning kicks. I mean, I, I, I think those days should be over for Sky Moore. And like I said, I don't care if it's Justin Watson. And I know, look, I know it's a numbers game right now okay. because Kadarius Tony's out, you know, McCole Hardman's out. But so when you get both those guys back and Justin Watson. There's no need to have Sky. Fourth of my depth, my punting depth chart, you're and, not, I, no, and I might have fourth. And I might, goes ahead. Of I might have chart. a defensive back that could do it too. Yeah, there's got to be somebody. I'm gonna else take out you there. out of that. Yeah, you're I'm done. gonna take this off your plate mentally. I'm not gonna tell you, but I'm you're, mentally, we're not gonna do it. Do it. Just keep 
growing on offense. Right. That's all we need. And the good news is it has not hurt him on offense because you see a lot of players in, in every sport, Josh, have struggles and never recover from those struggles or let their bad day at the plate affect what they're doing in the field. Or, you know, in the NBA, you're, you're two for 40 shooting and you're not playing any defense and you're letting everybody drive by you. He has not yet let the failures on special teams to affect him on offense. And that's an amazing thing for a kid who's in his first year playing in the NFL, because you would have to think a guy like that comes in here he to a plug and play off. Absolutely buy it. Yeah, but he's not, he's not. In his, he's not in his head at all. And and I like Sky more. I think he's a really, really good football player and he's not the one screwing the things up on special teams. That's all Dave Tobe. <laughs> nope, not anymore. Yeah. Forget it. You're done. Okay. We've got this employee. He clearly can't do this job, but he's really good at this other job. Let's continue to try to make him do this job. He's not any good at. Nope. No, that done. doesn't make any sense. Done, done, done. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HE2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Uh, speaking of doing a bad job, it's so sad to see Denver continues to oh do my God. a terrible job. Uh, Russell, our favorite, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, says that this offense is unacceptable right now. <laughs> Aren't you the biggest part of this? Yeah, it's unacceptable. Bottom line. Um, you know, this, this, uh, organization, this, uh, this tradition here, this, uh, you know, um, everything else it's, um, you know, we, we got to honor it, you know, we got to honor it by winning. We got to honor it by, by uh-huh. work ethic, continue, continue to working hard, but, um, we gotta, we gotta go out there and play and play great and be able to find ways to, you know, to, uh, score touchdowns. I think, you know, at the end of the game there, you know, you know, the best thing I saw was Nothing. we didn't give up. Oh, you know, mm. and um, play hard chart. I think even that second, 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 second to last drive there, we we battled, went up and down the field, uh, kept going, kept going. Oh yeah, um, you know, uh, <sighs> had some shots in the end zone. Were excited about it, and then um, you know, I was happy for Brandon. Obviously, just to get that touchdown too. for him. But Thrilled. Just uh, you know, it's it's unacceptable. Very very excited mm. for the uh, the twenty three uh, so sixteen loss or whatever it was yesterday. Twenty three ten loss to uh, so to the Carolina I Panthers yesterday yeah. was. Well, very wrong in the Broncos, like uh-huh. a lot of people were. But um, I was also under, like, when the schedule came out, I'm like, boy, I wish we got them early because, boy, they're going to be better later. Oh, no, they're not. No, they're, they're not. They're a colossal so dumpster having fire. Having two of these leaders actually turned out to be a great thing. Yeah. I love this. Okay, so um, this is uh, – I'm just giving a little heads up. It's uh, a minute 15, okay? okay? This is a Broncos ESPN reporter by the name of Jeff Legwold. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. He's got his nose to the grindstone, yes. his ear to the ground. He's very critical about the Broncos. And then I'm just telling you, wait, wait for the close. Okay. The, clo- the, clo- the, the rest of it's fine, but wait for the close. Okay. It's worth, it's worth the wait, but he has the perfect description of what's going on in Denver. They're pretty much getting what they deserve at this point. I mean, it, uh, they do have a league high, you know, number of players on injured reserve. They have a league high. Uh, salary cap dollars on injured reserve. So, yes, those two things are true. But it is also true, uh, I contend, that they keep calling plays for the team they wish they had instead of the one that's actually in uniform. And uh, they continue to sort of try to jam the square peg in the round hole and be this three-wide base formation, spread it out team when – you know, of the five receivers in uniform today, three of them were undrafted players. Uh, three of them were rookies. And one of them is the team's kick returner. So I, I think they're making bad choices on the administrative level. And I think, I think Russell Wilson, even though he won't admit it, uh, is pressing because of all that was expected of him. You know, 
much of which he invited uh, by talking about multiple Super Bowls. So I think that right now it's a a perfect storm of of suckitude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> A perfect storm a perfect of suckitude. Storm of suckitude <laughs> would describe the Denver Broncos. That's pretty awesome. Oh my I'm all God. These I'm going to kind of defend a couple things here. Now right. love, no, they suck. No, this team, this team is terrible. Why, why, why continue to make excuses? Like, like these ball washers so for these teams that are so in bed with these organizations that are sitting there at three and eight, and you're going to try to sit here and make excuses for them. I love the fact that that guy went out there and said it's a perfect storm of suckitude because that's truly what it is. Did you see? I mean, Russell Wilson had 125 yards passing yesterday. A perfect storm of of suckitude. They had 121 yards rushing. They almost rushed for more yards than they passed yesterday. A I don't perfect know. storm of, of suckitude. I don't understand how you have 125 net yards of passing in an NFL game against the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold was better yesterday than Russell Wilson. Say Bryce, no, Bryce no, Bryce wasn't. No. But, but, but let that breathe for a second, Josh. Let that marinate for a second. Sam Darnold, comma, who saw ghosts, comma, and was benched for uh, Baker Mayfield, comma, and stinks out loud, comma, had more yards passing mm. and a quarterback rating 30 points higher than what Russell Wilson did, who signed for $250 million in the offseason, and they have like $39 million guaranteed him, and they can't take a salary cap hit because he sucks. A perfect storm of... Of suckitude. I like, like that for a band name, actually. A perfect storm a perfect of suckitude. Storm of suckitude. I kind of do too, Josh. I'm not going to lie. That's a really good name. Do you think the old number fives will change their name to the? <laughs> no, they don't. Perfect storm of suckitude. They don't, they don't suckitude, so it'd be tough. Had, that'd be like that'd be like our band, right? Like, <laughs> a perfect storm of suckitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we could open for them. Have you talked to them about covering Brett Veachtown? By the way, I was oh, no, thinking about have, that. Yesterday. Oh, they have offered. Oh, they have. Yeah, Let them, yeah. They should cover it. I, yeah. What do you think? Well, man? I I, I kind of talked him out of it. Oh, you did. All right. Because we're I trying said, to get this Billy Joel thing to happen, right? Uh, I, I kind of said that the beauty of it is that it's so bad, mm-hmm. and I know they I know they could they make would it do better, really good, yeah. And they could, but I didn't think that we wanted that. Well, we can talk. We can talk residuals, and, and I thought and we wanted stuff. it to remain its pure unpolished self, uh, you know, rather than, you know, the, the, you know, the record biz stuff. And well, I, I was a little put off yesterday when the Fox broadcast showed Brett Veach and was talking about him. They never once mentioned Brett Veach town. I was like, what, what is going on here? Why are we not playing the song in the background? Why are we not discussing some nitwit wrote a song about the general manager? He's now been restricted to 500 yards from the guy. Like why, why hasn't that been kind of, you know, talked about on the broadcast? And I thought, well, maybe they don't understand like how good the song is. Maybe I need the old number fives to do it. So I wanted to see if they, yeah, they would be would, willing to remake Brett Veach. Great town. job. They, yeah. they have offered. They so. have offered. They can, they can remake can. it. I'm giving them permission to okay. do it. You All know, right. but the, we still, we're trying to get this thing to Billy Joel, right? We're working very hard to get Billy Joel to hear this song and to see this song and then play it. And then to play this song yeah. at Arrowhead. Somebody suggested yesterday that it would be a smart idea. Our guy, Stephen Baker, the Hay Baker on Twitter says. The touchdown I'm, maker? Yes, he is. The Stephen Baker, the, the touchdown maker. Oh. He's thinking Billy Joel should bring Brett Veach and all of the draft picks on stage with me to sing Brett Veach down when he comes to Kansas City. I, I totally agree with that sentiment. I think that needs to happen. And we're trying to push for it. I can tell you Brett Veach would be elated. Wouldn't you be elated if you were Brett Veach and Billy Joel is singing about you in Arrowhead Stadium? It'd be the greatest day of his life. 
would be pretty good. The last time I was in on this show, I had uh, Brett Veachtown stuck in my head for like five <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, it good. was the <laughs> worst experience <laughs> ever. I'm sitting there. Yeah, that's the beauty of this show. We bore things you don't want yes. in your head into your head. We are worms that, that get in goal. your ear. The fiance was not pleased <laughs> no, no. when I was walking around. Yeah. Are you? Are you is, there, is there truth that you are going to walk down the aisle to that though at your wedding? Well, only if you're going to perform it. I will. I, I am an officiant. I am a legal legal reverend right now. If anybody wants me to do their weddings, you can reach out to me on the text line. You can reach out on Twitter. I will be more than happy to talk to you about performing your nuptials. I think I'm going to do Jet at 10:01 today. I. I'm not <laughs> sure about that. Let's Excuse maybe me? rephrase that. Uh, but I, but I think you should, in addition to like waiting at the end of the aisle, you should sing it live for, <laughs> while while, they're, while people are coming down the aisle. I think it'd be Was great. Was there any other way to do that's, it? That's perfect. No, I'm absolutely going to yeah, be standing say, okay, at the end of the right. aisle. Yeah, I'm just going to sit there with your your Radio Raheem boombox. No, and I'm wedding it up. It. I'll I'll All do right. it a nice job. Well, yeah, we're not doing say anything. It'll be very nice. Your wife will like it. Meanwhile, tonight at Knuckleheads, it's five finger death punch. Yeah. And <laughs> it's five finger death punch with opener. A perfect storm of of succotude. See, I think that's got yeah, I think that's got I, potential. I, I like it. I think it's a good band name. Yeah. A perfect storm of succotude. Yeah. Only tonight. Is anybody in a worse situation, though, than the Denver Broncos? They're the worst team in football. And and they're the worst team in football because of expectation and result. And and you can say, oh, I think Jacksonville's worse. Or, or Houston's Houston terrible. is yeah. terrible. You, know or, you, you knew they were going to be bad. The Denver Broncos are 3-8 and eight and just got smoked by Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers, who fired their coach! <laughs> yes. That's great. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Who's think coach, about it. Whose coach is now coaching the Huskers. That's right. The guy who started the year as the Carolina Panthers head coach is now the head coach of Nebraska. Yeah, and they beat you. The guy who started at quarterback to begin the year in Carolina is nowhere to be found. A perfect storm of, of succotude. And you went out there and got mollywopped 23 to 10. That's an ass whooping in the NFL. You got beat by a 4-8 and eight now Carolina Panthers team. Denver's 3-8 and eight on the year. And they still haven't fired their coach mm, yet. Mm, and you're mm. telling me I can't do this. Again, I think you can do it not well. I didn't say I would do oh, it well. Okay. You're missing well, the I mean, whole point here. Why do I need another three and 14 coach out I there? I got it, plenty of them it, in real life. Right. I don't think it's about you. It's about me getting I, that buyout okay. and getting cash okay. and going away okay. and living All a right. nice life. That's true. That's true. I don't, I don't care about winning. Okay. Sign me to a four-year deal. Fire me after the first right, year and right. pay me for the next three. Cool. I'm not going to be a stooge like Matt Rule and go back to work. Yeah, that sounds terrible. You got $42 million coming to you, yeah. bro. Sit back yeah. and enjoy yeah. a Mai Tai. You're going to go recruit kids to Nebraska? You've committed yourself to eight years there. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? I'm hoping for a buyout after year one because yeah, in college be. they're even better. It could be, too. Um, if we're still making posters, uh, Jalen Ramsey doesn't want this one. Next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.